Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're here today. I have Whitney Jones. Whitney is a dog mom and and the marketing director from Cedarside. Cedarside has been helping protect families, pets, lawn, home, and communities from harmful bugs and harsh chemicals since 1998. And the company is based right down the road from Bark Avenue in Louisville, Texas. Hi, Whitney. I'm so glad you could join us today. Hi, Tammy. Thanks so much for having me. It's exciting to be here. Absolutely. Um, So first of all, I'd love to hear a little bit about how Cedarside um, was started and kind of what the inspiration um, of starting it was. Absolutely. Well, you know, as pet parents and parents, um, just like everybody probably listening to this podcast, uh, we were running across bugs in day-to-day life, whether it was on our pets or landing on us while we're outside trying to play with our pets or things that were coming into our homes. And, you know, at the time, there really wasn't a one-stop solution for everything that was both safe and effective. Um, We thought it wasn't really fair that you have to, you know, a lot of times call an expensive pest control operator to come out and spray who knows what, you know, on your house or in your yard. And, you know, using a handful of different products to try to uh, prevent harmful bug bites. So, that's really where the inspiration came from was like, there's a problem. There's not something in the market that's available and trustworthy that we can use in all these different scenarios and feel good about. So it's really where the idea was born is there was a problem and we wanted to fix it. So um, it's been a constant evolution over the last um, 20 years, actually, that this company has been evolving and you know providing these kinds of uh, products. So it's, it's been an amazing journey um, without the support of so many people over the years you know, we wouldn't be here, but there's more and more people that are coming along, which is really exciting as people are becoming more and more aware that um, there are dangers to traditional pesticides and there are other options available. Absolutely. And so important, especially as an animal naturopath, I'm always trying to help people see a natural alternative. Mm -hmm. Um, And people just don't realize um, the dangers of mm-hmm. a lot of the pesticides that are out there, the, the ones they're putting on their pets, the ones mm-hmm. they're either giving to them orally, they're, you know, yes, they work to mm-hmm. prevent the the pests, but they also come with risk. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I'm so glad to, to kind of um, have you be a part of this, because I think this is also another kind of tool that people can put in their toolbox for overall natural health. Absolutely. I totally agree. All right. So what, one of the things I wanted to kind of um, talk a little bit about mm-hmm. is we have some different scenarios. So we have, uh, you know, clients, customers who may not have a flea infestation or a tick infestation, mm-hmm. and they are just, they know that there's some side effects to those harsh chemicals, and they just want to go about it a different way, mm-hmm. more of a natural way. So we have that, and then we have the the, you know, set of people who... They, you know, they're trying to get control over it and they're just frustrated because they just, they have an infestation. They're vacuuming Mm -hmm. every day. It's one of those nightmare scenarios. Mm -hmm. So I want to kind of visit what both of those um, 
kind of plan of action uh, would be Mm -hmm. uh, for not only treating, but also preventing. So Mm -hmm. if you would, maybe let's start with the one that just kind of has that awareness. I want to do something a little bit naturally. I don't have an infestation. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen a flea or a tick, but I want to be sure to, especially as we're coming into Mm -hmm. that season and we're Mm -hmm. hitting into spring, um, how, how often do they, you know, how do they treat their yard? How often do they spray their pets? How often do they do something in the house. So if you could maybe sure. walk us through that. Sure. Um, well, one thing I think to note is that everybody's lifestyle and environment is a little bit different. So um, for somebody that has one dog versus five dogs might be different than, you know, if you have, um, you know, more wooded areas around your home versus somebody that lives in a more urban area. So um, it really is a holistic approach to your own environment and your lifestyle. But in general, some generalizations are it's great to start with protecting your pet, number one, because that's where those are the ones that are going to be bringing things into your house. Um, they're most likely to be running through tall grass and picking up fleas and ticks. So um, the number one thing is to make sure that your pets are consistently protected. For me, that looks like applying to my dogs about every two days. If they're just doing normal interactions in and out of my backyard, you know, we're going for a walk in the neighborhood. If they're going to be going somewhere, say we're going hiking, I always apply before a hike just because you're going to be in probably a tick infested area. And similar to sunscreen, you want to apply before you know you're going to be out all day, right? If you went swimming, you'd want to reapply because you want to make sure that you have a full, you know, full protection on you. So, um, so for most people, it's every couple of days during, you know, really buggy season. Um, Some people can stretch that out longer. If their dog spends five minutes a day outside, then they may not have to apply every day, but it kind of just depends on your lifestyle. But um, during the buggy months, which really starts in March, for us in the South, it's really, really starting in, in March through September, October is when you want to be the most diligent. Um, but certainly fleas and ticks can actually survive year round. So somebody might actually, we have people that call us in December and they have a flea infestation and they just can't figure out how they got it. So um, it is something that can be a year round thing for people. But in general, um, the busiest season for it's going to be March through October, September, October. Okay. So I love the sunscreen analogy. I think that's Mm -hmm. a very good way to help people understand, you know, you're outside, you're swimming, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever you're in the woods, you're, um, you know, exposed. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's a a very good analogy. So, so protecting the, the pet, that's huge. Um, Mm -hmm. what about the yard? Definitely the yard, um, especially for somebody who's dealing with an active problem or have seen them before. Um, your pets go out into the yard and they're likely to bring them back into your house. So treating your yard again through that seasonal period of March through probably October um, is usually about the range where most people need to treat about once a month. Um, some people can certainly go a little bit longer. Um, things like wildlife and other things that enter your yard frequently are going to up your risk of having fleas and ticks. So you know, if you're somebody who doesn't really have a lot of that, you might need to treat every two months. But in general, we tell people once a month during, you know, the buggiest season for you, wherever that is. Okay. And in that scenario where the the pet parent doesn't have an infestation, Mm -hmm. um, are there certain things they should do? Like, should they spray the fence? Should they spray the house? Should they put some things around the house, maybe a little bit um, heavier? Um, mm-hmm. to prevent those uh, those bugs coming in. Definitely. So there's a couple of things on that. So um, keeping your yard well manicured, which means mowing it, um, getting rid of piles of leaves, things like that, things that collect moisture 
all of those things are going to bring bugs into your yard. So the number one thing I would say for everybody is to make sure that your yard is not really that hospitable to bugs. And then the second part is definitely treating. Uh, we have a couple of different sprays that you can um, attach to your hose. It's very easy to apply um, to get an even coverage on your yard. I do recommend that people spray their fence line, um, just the bases of trees, uh, even patio areas around there. It's not going to harm any of that area. Um, just so you're having more protection on those areas, um, because trust me, you'd be amazed at what can survive in the smallest of spaces. So uh, right. making sure you get a full coverage. And then we also have uh, non-toxic granules that are made out of cedar wood. They're just finely ground up cedar chips. And you can lay those out um, in different areas of your yard. Um, what I like to do is to make a barrier around my fence line. So I go around my whole fence line and do that. Um, ticks do not want to, to cross over that. So it kind of puts almost like a small little barrier. Um, I also put it in all of my potted plants because other bugs, yucky bugs that I don't want in there, um, tend to want to, you know, nest in there and such. So um, I try to cover the areas around my patio where I'm going to be hanging out, where my dogs are. Um, but you can really use the granules. I mean, some people broadcast them throughout their entire yard after they spray. And really the value of the granules is they add a longer um, protection period for the repellency part of it. The granules aren't going to kill on contact, but they are going to repel because they have that cedar aroma. So bugs just don't want to be there. It's, it messes with their body chemistry and it's not a hospitable environment. Um, the sprays are what is going to kill them on contact. So um, that's good to do at least once a month. If you have an infestation in your yard, you might want to treat twice a month. It, again, it just depends on the severity of the situation. You know, somebody that has 50 fleas in their yard is going to have a different experience than somebody that has, you know, 500 or more, you know. Right, right. So what about the house? If they don't have an infestation, do mm -hmm. you recommend anything um, as a preventative? Definitely. So the same products that you would use on your pets, they were designed to be used on people, pets, and in the home. Um, so there's no toxic residue. It's a very safe product. Um, I always spray my dog's bedding anywhere that my dogs frequent. Um, so couches, furniture like that. Uh, that's great for prevention too, because if they happen to bring something in and you, you know, spray those areas, it is going to kill them um, in most cases. So it does really help to keep fleas and, you know, other yucky stuff off of your furniture and out of your house. Gotcha. Um, okay, so so that gives us an idea for the pet parent who wants to prevent. What mm -hmm. about those people that are, they're just at that frustration point where they're route ready to, <laughs> to bomb their yeah. yard, bomb their house, bomb their dog? Yep. Um, I, I have talked to many of those people and I feel for them. So how do you go about um, helping those folks? For sure. It's a similar approach. Um, we're definitely going to encourage you to treat your yard. Um, and because it's a very safe product, you can actually treat, I mean, if you needed to treat daily, you could, but I don't know anybody that really treats daily. It's really, um, once every couple of weeks, um, when you have like a really bad problem and then within the house, you're going to want to just get a little bit more aggressive with, you know, how often you're spraying. I would spray daily. If you have fleas on your animals, then I would be spraying daily until you start to see that, um, wane down to nothing. Um, the thing about fleas is they can reproduce very, very quickly. Um, they lay up to 50 eggs a day and their life cycle um, from egg to adult can be as short as 12 days. So as you can imagine, if you don't stay on top of it, you know, spraying indoors regularly, it can, it can get out of hand fast. So, and that's why people will call you and they're wanting to pull their hair out because it's, it's overwhelming. 
but well, and they feel like they have a hold on it or, you know, they have a handle mm-hmm. on it. And then the next thing they know, and I think it's because they do have such different life cycles, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. back. And so maybe they let their guard down and, yeah. oh, I've got it under control. And then whammo, here we are again. For sure. For sure. Or they took their dog on a walk and they didn't apply anything to them and they picked up something on the walk. So um, that does happen. So just, just staying diligent with you know, the applications on, on your pet, um, it becomes very, very easy as you do it more often. It kind of becomes second nature before you go out, just, you know, make sure they get a quick spritz or, or rub them down. Um, but yeah. And then vacuuming, you mentioned that earlier, that is something that's important, making sure you throw out the what's in the bag or dump it out into a dumpster outside, because sometimes those fleas can actually live in the vacuum and continue to reproduce. And then they'll make their way out back into your home. And we've, that's, that's a little extreme, but that, that, can absolutely happen. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't think about that. You think mm-hmm. you vacuum them up, you put your vacuum away in the laundry room or wherever it goes. Exactly. You don't think about that. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you spray the yard, you said every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you apply the product to the pit daily mm-hmm. and maybe even the um, to the house, just kind of depending on. Yes. Okay. Yes. What about those granules? Go ahead. What about, I'm sorry, what about the granules? Would you be more aggressive um, maybe with those or put them in different places because of the infestation? You know, if you have an idea where they're getting the fleas, because there could be certain areas of your yard that are like a hotbed for it, then certainly aim for those areas. Um, but other than that, you know, I, as I mentioned, I like to do the perimeters um, around the patio areas, any areas where your dogs regularly lay. Um, those are good. And you really only need to apply those about once a month. They can certainly last longer than that. Um, if you get a really heavy rain, say it floods, then you might need mm-hmm. to reapply again because some of that's going to be washed away just naturally. But in general, you can really apply that about once a month and you're going to have really good results with that. And that's a really good point. So let's say I applied it to my yard today mm-hmm. and tomorrow it rains. How do you, what do you do as far as reapplying? Sure. You know, if it's a light like spring or summer rain where there's not a lot of standing water, you're usually totally fine. If there is a lot of standing water, um, that can impact the efficacy of it. And, you know, it really doesn't take much for a mosquito. I mean, they need like a tiniest amount of water. So, um, you know, you could potentially need to reapply after, you know, a heavier rain. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I know we talked a little bit about the flea life cycle. What about ticks? Absolutely. Well, ticks are active all year long. Um, There are certain species of ticks that actually become most active in winter. So that's kind of a yearly um, thing you need to kind of be aware of. And I'm sure most people that are listening to this know how dangerous a tick bite can be if you get the wrong one. Um, So that is something I definitely um, encourage people. That's why staying diligent with applying year round, just like your sunscreen, you want to be protected from that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are really, really good tips. And that I think that's going to help. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the different products here in a second. Mm-hmm. But what I want to um, have you maybe speak a little bit about is the safety of your products. Absolutely. So we have a couple of things. We have very limited ingredients in all of our, in all of our formulas. We try to keep things as simple and clean as possible. Um, all of our ingredients are sourced to be um, very pure, very safe. Um, we're actually registered with the government as what's called a 25B um, pesticide, which means it's a minimum risk. Um, all of the ingredients have to be approved by the government to say this is um, known to be safe chemicals or, or, you know, 
ingredients, if you will. Um, and the active ingredients in all of our products are essential oils. So um, cedarwood oil is the driving force behind all of our bug sprays, which is probably why you can figure the name is Cedarside. Um, but we also <laughs> use lemongrass, which is fantastic for bugs, especially ticks. I love lemongrass for ticks. Um, even the slightest amount will repel them um, very, very effectively. And then uh, we also use peppermint in our products as well, which is great for fleas and ticks. Awesome. So safe for the dog, safe for the kids, safe for the everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it, because you're not, it's not harsh. Um, exactly. What it, Speaking of family, how, how have you recommended, because I know I've used them personally on myself when I mm-hmm. go out and mm-hmm. there's mosquitoes, especially in the middle of the summer. Um, how, what, what's the, can they be used on humans technically? Yes. And, yes. you know, what's the procedure for that? Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned, all the ingredients were thought through carefully so we could apply them to ourselves, um, to our kids, to our pets. So um, as far as applying it to kids, depending on the kid's age, you know, if it's a toddler, you're going to obviously apply it to them. Um, I usually spray my hands and just rub them down in all the exposed areas, you know, neck around the neck, on the arms, you know, legs, feet. Um, definitely can spray their clothing and such as well. It's not going to stain or affect clothing. Um, but definitely want to cover those, especially the bare skin areas where, you know, they're going to be exposed. If you're doing it on their face, then you want to just, you know, wipe it with your hands, you know, around their face. Gotcha. Okay. And then what about those pets that are averse to having anything sprayed? I know <laughs> I've got I have a few some of those. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They we, go hide. Yeah. Anytime any spray bottle is brought out, uh, I've got a couple that just totally bolts. It doesn't matter what it is. So, um, so we've been there too, which is, um, why you can either, uh, apply it to your hands and rub them down with it. Um, that's usually a pretty easy way, but we also created what's called our flea and tick brush, um, which is a brush that you can fill with the cedar side product. And just like a ballpoint pen, when you put a little bit of pressure on it, it dispenses a liquid. So as you're brushing them and they're getting that, you know, little massage, they think, um, mm-hmm. they're actually getting protection, um, really down into the skin and into their coat, which is also really helpful for long haired dogs. I have a golden retriever. He has hair for days. I use the mm-hmm. brush on him and it makes it really, really easy to get a nice, you know, full coverage for him. Gotcha. That's a good, that's good tip. Um, what about cats? Is yeah. there, are there any products that maybe are best for them that you want to avoid? Yes. So we have a couple of products that you can use on cats. Um, one is called Cedar Side Original. It's been probably our longest standing product that we've had. Um, that product is great for cats. It's at a safe ratio. There's enough essential or not too much essential oil to where it's not going to affect them negatively. Um, so that's a great product. We also have our new all-purpose bug spray, which is also designed with cats in mind. Um, so that can be applied directly to them. Most of them don't like to be sprayed. Everybody that has mm-hmm. cats probably knows that. But um, so you can do the same thing. You can either use you know, our flea and tick brush, or if you have a brush at home, you can spray that brush. Um, you can apply it with your hands. Um, the only product I would say to avoid with that is we do have a product called Tick Shield. That's our extra strength version of um, bug spray. So that one's just got more essential oil in it. And we don't recommend that one for cats just because they're, in general, smaller, more sensitive. You know, they groom themselves. So um, even though we do have some people that have used that on cats with zero issues, we just always want to err on the side of caution. So, Gotcha. Okay, good. 
And so since you've mentioned several of the products, I was hoping that you could kind of go through each one of them and maybe like some of the best uses, um, suggested uses uh, for them. Sure. So I mentioned Cedarside Original. That is um, one of our longest standing products and and most popular. It's a a really great product. But that one you can use um, personally on yourself, on your kids. It's very safe for that. Uh, You can use it on dogs and cats. Um, I also have horses and a lot of our customers have horses and use it on horses too for flies and ticks and other, other things like that. Um, it can also be used in your home. So you can spray it on furniture. You can spray it in any areas of the house. Say you're seeing ants in the cupboard or wherever they're showing up, you can, you can use the same product. Um, we also have a fogger that you can purchase. So if you have an infestation and need to treat a really in-depth um, you know, problem, that's going to be able to disperse the product into all the cracks and crevices that would take you probably forever to hand spray. So a few different ways you can nice. use Nice. I don't I didn't even realize you guys had that. We've yeah. been carrying your products for years. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, and that's, again, that's more for people who have an infestation and they really want to get a hold of it really quickly. Uh, the fogger is an awesome way to do that. And you can treat a whole house in, you know, a short amount of time and then you're, you know, well on your way to, if not totally have knocked out your problem. Gotcha. So, so okay. that's a that's a really good one. Um, our newest product, which I'm really excited about, and you just received some of this recently too, is the yes. all-purpose bug spray. And that comes in three different scents. So it comes in lemongrass, uh, cedar, and peppermint. So depending on your preference of scent on that, um, they all work really great. The cool part about this product is it can be used um, on people, on pets, uh, in the home, and it's also plant-safe. So if you have house plants and little bugs that come in with that, which I do too, um, I'm a sucker for plants and have them all throughout my house. And before I was using this product on, I was constantly seeing little bugs flying out of there. So um, it's really a nice one-stop product that you can use in a variety of different ways. Gotcha. Okay. So we have the original, we have the fogger, the Mm -hmm. all-purpose. And yeah, I'm really excited about that. I just received them uh, yesterday. So I'm looking forward to using that. I think that'll be a really good one for customers too, because I will tell you uh, one of the the things that some people say is there's two things. One, the cedar sometimes is a little strong Mm -hmm. um, and that it um, has a greasy, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, right after you spray it. Yeah. And I guess maybe if you could talk a little bit about, um, you know, just kind of the helping people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, you're ac- you're absolutely right. The Cedar Side Original is a different formula. It's an oil-based formula. Um, so it's got a little bit more of that. Um, immediately, it's a little bit greasier. It doesn't stain or leave that kind of residue. Um, some people don't like that. Some people love that. Um, which is why we never want to change that product. But we did create this new product that's a water-based, which makes it lighter. um, It dries much quicker. It can be used on plants. um, And the scent of it is a little bit lighter than the Cedar Side Original. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, for people that are extra sensitive or, you know, don't love strong smells like that, then um, then the all-purpose bug spray is what I would recommend to them all day for sure. Yeah. And I will say just, just again, I got them yesterday, but in smelling them like in the peppermint and the lemongrass um, for those people that are maybe a little bit averse to cedar. Mm-hmm. I didn't even smell a hint of cedar in them. Mm-hmm. They smelled so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I, I really prefer the lemongrass. I've 
become pretty obsessed with it. I spray it in my house even if I don't need to because it, with all the dogs <laughs> I have, it's like a nice cover scent to you know, I five, get it. five indoor dogs. <laughs> yep, I get it. Um, okay, so talk a little bit about, you've got a couple of things for the yard. You've mm-hmm. got the yard safe, the PCO. Mm-hmm. What would you, why would you use one over the other? Great question. So the yard safe is our ready to use, which means it's already pre-diluted with water. All you do is hook up the attachment to the hose. Um, that's going to treat about 4,000 square feet. So um, smaller yards or, you know, little gardens, areas like that, that's what that's going to be great for. The PCO is a concentrate. So um, you do need to dilute it with water. It's one step. You just mix it with water. Um, very, very easy. Attach it to your hose and spray. But that product will treat up to an acre um, because it's the concentrated version. You It lasts longer because you're going to be mixing it. So depending on the size of your yard or how many treatments you want to um, want to do in your yard, I would suggest a different one for either of those scenarios. In general, the PCO is a little more expensive up front, but you get um, more treatments out of it. So it's, it's really more of a value buy. And it is my understanding that the PCO is equivalent to four containers of the yard safe. Is that about correct? Yes, exactly. So um, if you do the math on it, it definitely saves you money over treatment from the yard safe one because the yard safe is $24.95. The PCO is $74.95. But, you know, if you run the math on that, you're definitely going to be saving money if you get past the four treatment mark, which most people are going to treat four times at least in a year because, you know, the seasons go on for more than four months in most cases. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we have the yard spray. We have the um, what you put on your pets. What about the granules? Yes, absolutely. So um, the granules, as I mentioned earlier, is a great thing to apply uh, monthly. Um, some people want to do more or less of that. Again, it's in your environment. If you can get away with doing either one of those, then it's, it's totally tailored to your needs. Um, but the granules are great. They're non-toxic. Um, if your pet eat a few of them, they're going to be fine. Um, you certainly wouldn't want them to eat a whole bag of it just because <laughs> that right. of anything would not be great. Um, but they could be used in a variety of different in, in around a variety of different animals. Um, they can be used around smaller animals like, you know, even rabbits and other small species, um, dogs and cats, uh, chickens. My sister has chickens and she swears by this in her, chick, in her chicken coops um, to help keep mites and other things out that tend to want to get on birds. Um, and her chickens are not affected by it. We have tons of people that use it around, um, livestock and such as well. So it's just like that nice additional protective layer. And honestly, they smell amazing. If you like cedar, um, they smell really, really good and they make your yard smell great too. I know. And I have to tell you what I had a success story with too, is I had one day I woke up, there was a little trail of ants that was coming through my kitchen and Mm -hmm. I figured out where it was coming from. It was coming from the front of my house. So Mm -hmm. I sprayed that entire part of my house down with the uh, original. And then I went Mm -hmm. back over it with the cedar granules and I had no more problems um, with the little ants. Um, So, and then I also have used the PCO on little ant piles or hills mm-hmm. to kind of kill the, the ants. And then I put a barrier yep. over that of the granules as well. Yes, that's great. Yeah, that's a perfect way to 
to use those two products together. And, you know, finding the source of the issue with a lot of bug problems is key. You know, we talked about earlier, there might be a trouble spot in your yard where they're coming from, whether it's ants or something else. Um, Something to note about ants is their um, ant mounds can actually go several feet under the ground. So everyone, you really want to make sure you saturate the area, let it really, you know, spray the spray over it and let it soak in so it can get to those deeper layers. But yes, putting granules on top of it is um, just that extra layer of protection and they're not going to want to rebuild there. Yeah, it's amazing because I've gone back, you know, a few days later, you know how you kick an ant pile, make sure there's nothing mm-hmm. scurrying. Mm-hmm. It is completely, it's completely solved. So again, it makes me feel better that I'm treating them naturally, especially with my dogs all around it. You know, when I put poison Ab- on them, you know, all Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. The other thing that I've liked and used with the granules is I've created kind of a barrier around my house. So I kind of just, mm-hmm. I kind of grab a little handful of them and just kind of shake the, shake it all around my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has worked well. And then the other thing is, is I've actually set out several bowls of the cedar granules outside mm-hmm. in my, on my patio area um, mm-hmm. to help repel those bugs, mosquitoes, things like that, especially yes. in the summertime. That's great. Yeah. The the cool thing about, I think, a lot of these frogs is you can get really creative with how to use them. And with them being non-toxic, you don't have to worry about leaving them out, you know, a bowl of that out and it harming, you know, bees or anything else or your pets. It's, um, it's very, uh, very easy to, to use in a variety of different ways. And I think those are, those are great examples. Yeah. Um, so tell me the difference between, um, besides, I mean, obviously the name has tick in it, but like the tick shield mm-hmm. or compared to the original and when you might use that one. Sure. So um, the tick shield has more cedarwood oil in it. It's got 10% more cedarwood oil in it. So it's a, um, got a stronger scent to it. Um, it lasts a little bit longer. It's an oil based too. So it's going to hang around a little bit longer than say, you know, the all purpose bug spray would. So we really designed this product in mind for our off woods people that love to go hiking um, deep in the woods and need kind of that all day protection um, from ticks and chiggers and all the other creepy crawlies that you can mm-hmm. pick up. So that's typically where we uh, recommend that product. You can apply it to horses. So if you're going trail riding, um, I would use Tick Shield. It's just a little bit stronger, um, really going to help protect them from picking up uh, all kinds of ticks, which I've seen horses pick up hundreds of ticks oh, wow. on trail rides before when they didn't treat with anything. Um, you know, the little nymphs that you can, yeah, they're just tiny, but also very effective at, <laughs> at doing their job. So, right. um, so those would be scenarios where I would say the extra strength, you know, if you're a hunter or outdoorsman, if you're going fishing, um, you're going to be somewhere where there's just going to be a lot more of that, then, um, then that's where I would recommend that one. But the Cedar Set Original and All Purpose Bug Spray are still great options for those as well. Good. Good to know. Did I miss anything on your product line? Oh, you have some shampoos. We do. We do have some shampoos. Um, they work great. Um, they're not necessarily designed to uh, repel ticks and fleas. Um, I will say that they will kill them when you wash them, but so will a lot of different soaps. You know, you've probably heard people say use Dawn dish soap with fleas or other things like that. Um, the foaming agent in there and just water in general can uh, can kill a lot of fleas and ticks. But but we do have a line of those that are great. Um, some people swear by them and say that they keep fleas and ticks off their pets too. Um, and then we also have a couple of other products. Um, you know, being in the animal and kid world, uh, we have lots of messes. And so we also developed a, uh, a family safe 
household cleaner that we use essential oils to um, to build that as well and have you know different scents in it like lavender and lemongrass. So that's nice. one of our newer yeah that's one of our newer projects and we don't um, we're not as well known for that but um, it's certainly something we've done. We saw a need for that in our own homes and we figured hey you know we already create quite a few other you know household products and and we love it so you know let's take this one on too. So yeah. No, that's great. That's awesome. Good to know. Yeah, because a lot of people use harsh chemicals cleaning their floors and things like that, that our pets are touching and walking on and then licking their paws. So um, very good. Yeah. Yeah. We don't think about it, but I mean, it can almost freak you out when you think of all the chemicals on a day-to-day basis that we can be putting ourselves, you know, in the path of. And so just being conscious of that and slowly, I think, making changes. You can't fix everything overnight. Yeah. You can make conscious choices. And, you know, I think all of us want our dogs and cats to live as long as possible. So, you know, making little adjustments like this um, could mean, you know, the difference in that. Absolutely. Yeah. So is there anything else as we're kind of closing up, anything else you want to say about Cedarside or anything related to your products? Well, I would say that we're always here as a resource, whether you use our products or not, uh, we help tens of thousands of people a year solve all kinds of different pest problems from, you know, prevention to large scale, you know, infestations. I mean, we've helped people that have had infestations for over a decade, knock out mm. pro- a problem. So, um, so we've seen a lot, uh, we've helped people with a lot. So, um, we're always open for people to call us. We hope that you do. We'd rather you find something tailored to your lifestyle, to what you need, instead of trying to guess what all you need. Um, so I would say, you know, for people that have questions or want to get started on this road, uh, reach out to us. We have a chat function on our website too. It's real people and this is what we do. So we'd love to, you know, answer any questions or help people put a plan together for, you know, their particular needs. And I will reiterate that you guys are wonderful, um, regarding that support. I have a customer that I've been working with just recently, um, that has had an infestation and she's reached out to you guys and you have been so helpful. So, so oh, thank you great. for, yeah, your follow-up and your follow through and, you know, being there to support, because I know it's very frustrating as that pet parent when they feel like they're doing everything they can and they're just mm-hmm. not getting ahead of it. So, for yeah. sure. It, yeah. it can be overwhelming, but you know, that's what we're here, here for is to help you get through that. And we're, we're kind of like your guide, you know, you're going to do it, but we're going to help you every step of the way and show you, show you what you need to do. And um, we have a happiness guarantee on all of our products. So if anybody uses our products and um, doesn't like it, we always offer money back guarantees. And I'll tell you, we have less than 1% of our customers return product, which is like unheard of. So wow. um, we is. feel really, really um, confident that we can, that we can find a solution for people. So Great. So uh, Whitney, how can people connect with you guys? Sure. Um, you can reach us directly at cedarside.com. Uh, our phone number, if you want to call us, is 1-800-842-1464. Uh, we're also very active on all the social media platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to connect with us, but probably the easiest is going to our website and, and either chatting us or giving us a call. Very good. Whitney, you have been so helpful today, and I know this is going to help so many pet parents as they're trying to make better choices, healthier choices for um, pest control in a, in a natural way. So thank you again for, um, for all the information today. This has been super helpful. 
For sure. Well, thank you for having me and thank you for being an advocate and a resource for people as well. Um, there's a there's a lot of us out there that are still trying to make adjustments and having somebody that's knowledgeable like you and accessible is um, just so appreciated. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Takes a village. <laughs> it does. It yeah. does for sure. All right. Well, thank you again and we will talk soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.